Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm so excited for today. Um, I really believe that there's a word that God has specifically for you today. Uh, before we get into things, I want to thank you for taking time out of your day and spending it listening to this podcast. I hope that at some point today, God speaks something directly to your heart and that your life would be changed forever. So let's get right into this tonight, today, this morning, uh, during the afternoon, uh, whatever time you're watching, we're going to be reading from 2 Samuel chapter 9, verses 1 through 7. I'm not going to read all this scripture. I just want to give you a basics, uh, a basis of where we're going to be speaking from. And if you're a title person, I know I am. Um, I have a title for you today. It is called Shortchanged to Overflow. So if you're taking notes, that's your title, Shortchanged to Overflow. And real quick, out of, out of the gate, I want to kind of give you a, a visual illustration um, on on what I feel uh, the, uh, this podcast, this word, this message is for. I want you in your mind to picture you and somebody else. It doesn't matter if it's a friend, family member, uh, co-worker. It doesn't matter who it is. But I just want you to picture someone else in your mind. And I want you to picture uh, you giving them a $100 bill. So you having $100 and you're giving it to them, so you're giving everything that you have, you're giving all of that $100 to, to them. And they promise you, hey, listen, give me a couple weeks, wait till payday, and I'm going to get you this $100 back. So make a long story short, let's say they don't give you this $100 back. Therefore, you have been shortchanged. What I'm saying is you have given everything that you had, you gave all of that $100, and you got nothing back in return. And that is what I feel as if uh, this word and this message is for those kind of people. The people that you feel like you've sowed more than you've reaped. You've treated people better than you've been treated. You've been faithful to people who haven't been faithful to you. Come on, you've given 100 but only gotten 20 back. You've only given, you've given everything that you had and feel like you've not even gotten 10% back. The people that feel like you've been shortchanged in life. The people that feel like you've given it your all and have gotten nothing. Or maybe you got something back, but it wasn't as much as you gave. That's who I feel like this message is for today. People who feel like you've been shortchanged. So the title today is Shortchanged to Overflow. Once again, we're going to be reading from 2 Samuel chapter 9, verse 1-7. through 7. That's your context of Scripture. So that's going to be the context of Scripture that we're going to be reading from. So I just want to know right now, is there anybody listening that you feel like at some point in your life, you have been shortchanged? You've been shortchanged. You have been shortchanged. Do you feel like that's you today? Come on, some of you have even said this in your mind. If I would have had more support, if I had more in return... If mom and dad didn't fight the way that they used to have grown up, if I hadn't have grown up in this environment, maybe I could have been something. You've been shortchanged. You're at some area in your life, you feel like you've had a poor return on a full investment. Is that you today? Come on. You feel like you've had a poor return when you've given and invested everything. You've been... You are now living off on what is left and not what is right. You are living with what is left over and not what is right. And then this, this, this brings in a sense of frustration when you have given more than you've gotten back. When you've been short 
change. So in this story, I want you to read it in 2 Samuel chapter 9. There had been three men in this story that had been shortchanged in different ways. And I'm going to break this down to you today. So David is a king at this point in the scripture. But Mephibosheth should have been king, but finds himself... So they find themselves, he finds himself in a place called Lodabar. Lodabar is a place where there's no communication. It's a wasteland. It's a place where grass doesn't even grow. So it's, it's a wasteland. It's a place with no communication. This is Lodabar. Mephibosheth would have been king, but after Saul and Jonathan died, his nurse was supposed to take care of him, but ends up dropping him, which causes him to be lame. So... The nurse ends up fleeing him and, and does not take care of him. The person who had every right to inherit his father's kingdom is sitting in a place that doesn't even grow grass. He had been shortchanged, but not because of what he had done, not because of the decisions he had made, but because somebody had left him. <laughs> and this is some of you today. You have been shortchanged, not because of the decisions you made, but because of the decision somebody else made and what somebody else didn't do. The person who was supposed to take care of him, protect him, nurture him, and provide for him, and teach him, drops him and runs. He was born to be king. He was born to lead. He was part of a royal legacy, but he finds himself being shortchanged. He finds himself receiving 20 instead of 50. He finds himself... Uh, receiving 80 instead of 100, he finds himself shortchanged. Mephibosheth was at the house of Maker and Lodabar. Maker's name in the story uh, meant barter, to, to do business. Maker had been shortchanged as well. Maker had actually been given responsibility of taking care of Mephibosheth, who was lame. A grown man with no help, no assistance, and no compensation, no nurse's aid, all alone. He is dragging around a grown man every day. He can't even live his life full, fulfill his destiny and do business. He can't be the man he was created to be and destined to be because his heart is so big that he is taking care of Mephibosheth. You see, Maker has a big heart. Sometimes when you have a big heart, life is not fair. Come on, can I get a witness wherever you're at today? Sometimes when you have a big heart, life is not fair. Life isn't fair to loving people sometimes. So because of the depth of Maker's love, he loves somebody that he is not even connected to. Hear me today. He loves somebody that he isn't even connected to. Somebody he isn't even able to get anything from. He is loving somebody knowing he's not going to get a return. He has loved where there is no benefit. Have you ever been in this place before where you've given much more than you've received? You've carried dead weight around. Not only is maker in a place of no communication, but now he has to deal with Mephibosheth. Maker has to take care of Mephibosheth, all because somebody else dropped him. He is just doing the best with what he has been dealt. What do you do when you're getting back less than what you've, what you've given out? I want to ask you that today. What do you do when you're getting back less than what you've given? 
What do you do? What do you do when you don't get what you've expected or what you should have gotten? And now you're strapped like maker with weight. You've now been strapped and you're now carrying Mephibosheth. All because somebody dropped him. You've been shortchanged because somebody shortchanged you. So Maker finds himself shortchanged by taking care of Mephibosheth, all because Mephibosheth was shortchanged. Hear me today. Do you, do you see this generational curse of, of being shortchanged? And somebody right now is watching, you're listening, and I feel in my spirit that you are are the one that's going to break the generational curse of being shortchanged. You're breaking that thing today. You're breaking the generational curse of being shortchanged. I feel that today. So he is carrying a grown man. He's carrying a grown man. Mephibosheth not only is lame, but he also has a kid that he can't take care of because he is lame. That maker now has to take care of as well. So maker is carrying a lot of weight. Maker is taking care of Mephibosheth, and he's also taking care of Mephibosheth's son. And one thing that I know about short chains is that sooner or later, short chains will shut up. Short chains will shut up. Sooner or later, you'll stop complaining about it. You'll become silent and end up in a place like Lodabar because remember, Lodabar is a place where there's no communication. And some of you all are in that place right now. Some of you all listening have found yourself in a place of Lodabar because you have you have dealt with so much short change in your life and you feel like your whole life has been short changed. You have now found yourself in a place of no communication. You're not talking to your short change. At one point in your life, you were speaking against everything in your life that was short changed. And you have become so used to being shortchanged. Now you are in a your place Lodabar where there's no communication. It is the, the silent frustration that eats at the very fiber of your soul. It's, it's not what you fuss about that's eating you. It's what you've given up on fussing about that's eating at you. It's what you endure in silence and nobody talks about because you've given up on the expectation of any kind of change. You're in a you're in a place of load like Lodabar where you've stopped talking about what you lost in this transaction. Hear me today. You have stopped talking about what you have lost, and you've now come to grips and come to peace. And you've just said, This is I guess this is just what I have to live with. What you used to complain about, what you used to wrestle with God about, you do no longer. You're you're in Lodabar, you're in a place of no communication. You you've become silent. You, you're living a life to the best you can with what you have. You, you used to say, God, you owe me. You promised me. You, you said you would do it. God, you still owe me a, a, a return on my full-time investment. God, you owe me. These are words you used to say. And now, now you're saying, I guess it is what it is. I guess these are the cards that I have to, to live with for the rest of my life. You, you've stopped talking about it and you've given up on the possibility of change. So we clearly see in the story that Mephibosheth shortchanges maker because of Mephibosheth's condition. Because those who have been shortchanged in life tend to shortchange others. <laughs> Hear me today. Those that have been shortchanged tend to shortchange others. So we see a culture of people being shortchanged begin to happen. Look around your life. 
for a moment. If you've been shortchanged, I bet you're not the only one in your story or in your family or in your bloodline that's been shortchanged. No. A culture of being shortchanged. A culture of being shortchanged. So Lodabar is becoming the epitome of a culture that is cut short. <laughs> notice, notice that the person that you gave in the beginning of this podcast, the, the $100 to, uh, you, you were shortchanged because of that transaction. You didn't get anything in return. But I've got good news for you. You can still, you can still walk in overflow. Here, 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 I'm going to get to that. I just want you to follow me today. Just because the transaction didn't work out fair does not mean that the victim doesn't survive. Hear me today. Just because you've been shortchanged, just because uh, you've been, you grew up in a culture of being shortchanged does not mean you can't survive. You can survive a deficit. You can be a victim, but still survive. You can be shortchanged and still survive. You can have put in everything and not get anything back and still survive. So David begins to walk around in his nice palace and he's blessed while, while Mephibosheth, who could, who should have been king and maker, are shortchanged. So David said, is there anybody left out of Jonathan's house to whom I may show kindness? This is what the Bible says. And I want you in your mind to just say out loud, or say it in your mind, I want you to say, I'm still here, despite where I've been shortchanged, despite how many times I've been shortchanged, I'm still here. I've realized that for us that have been shortchanged, we, we tend to cover it very well. We, we don't tell anybody that we've been shortchanged. We, we what we purposely do is what mesmerizes people because we are insecure about where we have been shortchanged because if they can see what I'm good at, they won't see where I've been shortchanged. So what we try to do is, is make what we're good at the center of attention and push what we're good at so nobody else sees where you've been shortchanged. And some of us need to break this generational curse of being shortchanged. And I believe someone listening to me today is breaking it today forever. So you get frustrated because you're trying to teach your kids uh, or someone something that you properly can't because you've been shortchanged in that area. You can't give them what you did not get, and that frustrates you. You're trying to be the best father that you can be. You're trying to be the best husband that you can be. You're trying to be the best mother that you can be. You're trying to be the best wife that you can be. But you don't know how to do that because you were shortchanged in that area and you didn't know what that looks like. So that frustrates you because you cannot do that successfully. See, what we do sometimes is, is since we can't get it fixed, we, we tend to take it to Lodabar and don't say anything about it. Because sometimes when you've been shortchanged, silence is your best friend. Hear me today. This is this is powerful. Sometimes we, 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 we fight it, we fight it, we, we you know we're breaking through this short change, and it seems like we push, we push, we push, and we're not getting anywhere. So what do we do? We make the decision whether we do it on purpose or not. 
we make the decision and take this short change to Lodabar and don't say anything about it. <laughs> because sometimes silence is your best friend. I want you to just think about this right now. You may have been shortchanged, but I'm going to make it. So if you're watching, the, you're listening to this podcast with somebody else, I want you to tell them, listen, you may have been shortchanged, but I'm going to make it. If you're listening to this by yourself, I want you to just in your mind or yell it out loud. I may have been shortchanged, but I'm going to make it. You're going to make it. Hear me, child. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. Why? Because the victor lives on the inside of you and your story is never over until you possess victory. You may have been shortchanged, but you're going to make it. You're going to make it. God wants to tell you that he's not forgotten what you didn't get. God says you're going to get and step into a season of restoration. Joel chapter 2 verse 25, it says, I will restore to you the, the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the hopper, the destroyer, and the cutter, my great army, which I sent among you. God is saying he did not forget, hallelujah, what you didn't get. He, he, he did not forget in what area you've been shortchanged, and it's coming back to you. You are about to step into a season of double, a season of restoration. I feel it hitting you and your household today. A season of double, a season of restoration is coming to your, your household. What the enemy meant for evil, God says, I'm turning it around today. God's about to make it up to you today. I said, God's about to make it up to you. Listen, it's makeup time. We're coming out of Lodabar this morning. If you've got to crawl out or be carried out, I don't care because all I know is I'm coming out. What It doesn't matter how I come out. What matters is that I come out. Come on, you're hearing me today. What matters is how is that I come out, not how I come out. So when God was about ready to turn the whole story around, he sends Ziba down to Maker to get Mephibosheth. The time for restoration has come here. This is what is happening. So all of a sudden, restoration begins to knock on the door. Follow me today. Because of how you've waited, because of how you've suffered, how you held your peace, how you praised God in the middle, how you praised God anyways, despite being shortchanged, God says, I'm about to pour you out a blessing that you will not have room enough to contain it. It's coming back, pressed down, shaken together and running over everything that the devil stole. It's coming back. God's about to cross you over from being shortchanged to having more than enough to, to living in overflow. So what happens next when Ziba comes to get Mephibosheth out, the time for his deliverance has come, but he couldn't walk. So the time for his healing is now, but he can't walk. So the Bible says that Ziba carries Mephibosheth out. You see, God's going to get you out of being shortchanged if he's got to send somebody else and use somebody else's strength and power to get you out. Because when God has you in mind like he does, he will get you out despite what's in the way and despite your condition and your situation. He'll send somebody else to pull you up out of the pit. So Ziba is carrying him. He carries Mephibosheth out of Lodabar to the king's palace and lays him on the floor. Could, could you imagine how Mephibosheth finally felt? To be in the place, listen to this, to be in the place that should have been his in the first place. Can you imagine 
to finally be in the place that he knew was his all along. But because of short change, it was a long time coming. But he finally got there. Hear me today. It was a long time coming, but he finally got there. It's, it's been a long time coming for some of you, but you're about to get there. If you just hold on one more day, one more hour, one more minute, one more week, one more month, just hold on and don't quit because what you have been wanting and what you should have gotten is coming to you. Hallelujah. I said, it's coming to you. You've cried long enough. You've been down long enough. You've suffered long enough. But God is about to bring you up out of Lodabar and set you in a place that the devil said you never have. He's about to raise you up above your circumstances. God says that even when you were in Lodabar, I had this seat. Ha! I had this seat waiting for you. Listen, hear me today. God says when you were in Lodabar, God says when you were being shortchanged, when you were in the place that was dead, there was no life, there was no communication, nothing was growing. When you were in that place, I didn't just have you in mind. I had your deliverance in mind. I had your healing in mind. I had your restoration in mind. I had your family salvation in mind. I had your breakthrough in mind. I had your miracle in mind. All while you were complaining, I had this seat in the palace waiting for you. As soon as you get to your seat, I'm going to open up the windows of heaven. This is for you today. God is about to sit you in the seat that he has had waiting on you. God's about to sit you in the seat that had your name written on it since the beginning of time. And when you sit in that seat, the windows of heaven are going to open up and pour you out a blessing that you do not have room enough to contain. And I told you earlier that there was three men who had been shortchanged. These three men were Mephibosheth. He was shortchanged because he had been dropped, which has caused him to be lame. The second man was Maker, who was shortchanged because of Mephibosheth's condition. The third one was Ziba, was shortchanged because he did the king's bidding and work, but didn't have the king's heart. He was close to the king, did the king's work, but didn't have the king's heart. So therefore, he was shortchanged. He was blessed with close connection to the king, but he did not have the king's heart. He, he brought Mephibosheth out of Lodabar, but then lied on Mephibosheth and told David that Mephibosheth was trying to get over, take over the kingdom. So through Ziba's lie, he got what should have been Mephibosheth. So are you following me today? So Mephibosheth had the king's heart, and because of his heart, they took care of him for the rest of his life. He was able to stay in the palace, eat the king's food, and sleep in the king's bed, and never had to worry or work another day in his life. See, there are things that a heart, that a good heart and a good heart posture and a good attitude will get you that giftings and talents will never get you. See, here, listen to me today. Giftings and talents will only get you so far, but it's the heart, it's having a heart focused and set on God that will get you to a place that where you don't have to worry or work another day in your life. He ate, he slept, and stayed in the king's palace. Why? Because he had the heart. He had the right heart. So Ziba was shortchanged in that he was around the king and had an opportunity to find out what makes him great, which was his heart, but never got it. So David's secret weapon was his heart. 
David's secret weapon was his heart. What I'm trying to tell you out of all of this is that everybody who has a good heart, God raised them up. <laughs> Hear me today. If you want God to raise you up out of a short change to an overflow from, from living with way, 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 way down deep, living in short change, not having enough, always feeling like you're, you're drowning. If you're ready to be pulled up out of that and live in a place of overflow, a heart posture and a heart change is what will open up the door for that elevation, for that elevation. So as I'm closing this podcast, I want to tell you this. The only way to stay shortchanged is if you do like Ziba, you change your clothes, you change your bank account, you change your house, you change your friends, you change everything that doesn't matter. You look blessed, you smell blessed, you act blessed, but really what really matters was the heart. And until you change that, elevation will never come. So Ziba, hear me today. Until you change your heart, you'll still be having experiences that you don't benefit from. You'll do the king's work. You'll do his bidding. You'll wear his clothes. You'll sleep in the palace. But until you have the king's heart, you'll never change. I want to speak to some, to some Zybas right now who have changed everything but your heart. Until you do, life will always shortchange you. But God blesses people according to their heart. Hear me today. God blesses people according to their heart. If you have a good heart, he will bless you not only in spite of, but because of, but because of what you did not get. I learned that the most important thing in this story, it wasn't the palace. I learned that the one thing you cannot make without is a good, clean heart. If life has made you bitter, if life has given you a hardened heart, or you're just tired of being shortchanged, you're tired of living a shortchanged life, today is the day where you say enough is enough. I've lived in shortchanged long enough. I know this is what not what God has for me. I'm ready to walk and live and breathe and move in overflow. If that is you today, it starts with a heart change. It starts with a heart posture. It changes everything when your heart as in the right place. God blesses people according to your heart. According to your heart. So today, I hope, listen, that at some point today, God spoke to you. God spoke to your heart. God may have spoken to your spirit. I pray that he did. And I encourage you today, do not wait another moment. Don't wait another second. Don't wait another day with a heart that will keep you in short change. But that today you would make a decision, you would change your heart and be ready to live a life in overflow. If that's you today, I want you to begin to celebrate, begin to rejoice, and know that today is the last day you live in short change. Listen, I'm believing that all of you from this moment on are going to walk in overflow. I love each and every one of you. I'm praying for you. God bless and have a wonderful day.